Hello, and welcome to Leading the Way. This is Kevin Robinson Jr., and I'll be your host in this podcast series where we discuss leadership and culture building with leaders in our Mount St. Mary's University athletics community. Home to over 450 Division I student-athletes and 22 Division I athletic programs, the Mount strives to develop ethical leaders who lead lives of significance. All right, ladies and gentlemen, what a show we have for you today. And pretty much, you know, the stars of the last month for us are men's and women's basketball coaches after leading us to March Madness. Both teams making it into the NCAA tournament, and we're happy to have coach, head coach of the men's basketball team, Coach Dan Ingolstadt, and our new head coach of the women's basketball program, former associate head coach, Antoine White. Gentlemen, pleasure to have you guys here today. Okay, Rob, thanks for having us. Ah, no problem. Great to have you. We're going to start with Antoine. It's been a crazy 48 hours. Uh, Coach Marcasano um, accepted a job at Purdue Fort Wayne uh, about uh, on Monday. And shortly thereafter, you were named the next head coach of Mount St. Mary's women's basketball program. How's that feeling? What's the, what's the excitement right now in your world? It's been a, it's been a rush for the last uh, 24 hours, ever since the announcement uh, happened yesterday. It's really been nonstop, uh, but it's been a cool experience. Uh, a lot of friends and family, uh, former players, uh, Mount players, and, and dating back to uh, my high school days coaching at Walt Whitman, uh, a lot of people uh, reaching out to me. So it's been cool reconnecting with, with uh, a lot of old friends. Well, and, and you got your mentor, your former head coach from Southern Vermont is, you know, <laughs> our, our current head coach uh, for the Mount men's basketball team, Coach Engelstad. You know, gentlemen, what's that like now? Like, you know, Dan, what, how's that feeling to have a guy that you brought in in Southern Vermont, he led, led you guys to a couple championships, and now he's the head coach working right, right alongside of you uh, in the office every day? Yeah, th- I mean, the, the first word that comes to mind is just proud, you know, I, I, just to see his maturation, his growth and development. And, and the other thought is just not surprised. I mean, he has um, demonstrated everywhere that he's been, he's been a winner, everywhere that he's been, the program um, – gets better and a lot of that is because of him we don't have the success that we had at southern vermont um, without antoine he was an extension of our coaching staff then he was a leader he was natural at it Uh, and just to see him now and see how he commands a team and um, just elevates those around him so you know could not be more excited for antoine but as he knows the the work is starting now and uh, he's getting to it so uh, looking forward to see him build this program and um, there's going to be some really fun years uh, in not arena with him at the lead. Antoine, what are, what are some of the things that you've learned from Coach Engelstad, uh, both as a player and also being in the same office suite with him for the last four years as, as the assistant and associate head coach of the women's basketball program? Yeah, I just learned under coach, um, you know, you have to practice what you preach every single day. And uh, at, at Southern Vermont College, uh, he did that with us. Um, you know, he uh, put a really good system into place. Uh, he was a player's coach for us. And and again, he just practiced what he preached every single day. And, and that's what I'm trying to do here at the Mount. Uh, I want to be a role model to our players. And, you know, I have to go in there every single day and uh, I have to lead by example. Um, and, and our girls have been doing a really good job of following that example as well so I'm proud of our girls and um, yeah it's it's you know following coaches footsteps has uh, has been really really fun no that, that's awesome now you know I, I've had the um, you know pleasure of, you know being 
getting calls from Coach Dan when he was coaching at Southern Vermont. Uh, you know, so I know that there's been some moments uh, between you two. Uh, what are some of those kind of fun moments that you had, and maybe some not so fun moments, like you know, that you guys remember fondly? Do you want to go? First? I don't know. <laughs> you go first. <laughs> well, we had a, a relationship that extended so far before that. Antoine, um, I, I got into coaching when I was at. Uh, St. Mary's as a student and uh, my first job coaching I was the JV summer league coach and Antoine was on that team um, Antoine didn't really talk a whole lot when he first started and just to what? see what? Yeah, he was he, he worked his butt off he was he was about all the right stuff but he, he didn't say a whole lot so um, to see that maturation you know and then I got the chance to coach him in college and you couldn't shut him up I mean he was just he was uh, he was a guy that was a fierce competitor and and we both are competitors so with that you're, you're gonna have some friction at times and that was no different but we always knew where each other stood in terms of um, wanting to do what's best for the program and the team and um, we, we definitely had our moments, but, you know, it was always met with, uh, um, you know, an understanding that we, you know, we, we got to push this thing forward. And, and those conversations, um, I think, helped us uh, get better along the way. Uh, just a quick story about Antoine. Um, it, 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 so he his last game as a player, um, he. I, I don't know if it was his turnover. We turned the ball over, and there's a fast break on the other side. And Antoine ends up uh, going up to block a shot, and it was a huge collision. It ended up being a flagrant foul, and it was rightfully called a flagrant foul. He, he ends up like, getting up immediately after it and starts jawing, gets, uh, I think, a flagrant foul. And I don't think he got kicked out of the game, but that was his last play in college basketball. Um, and he, he was... He was obviously intense. He was in the moment. Um, and then he comes to me. He's like, Coach, I think my knee's hurt. And at that point, like, Antoine's as tough as they come. I didn't think that it was season-ending or career-ending. Um, but we found out later on that next day that uh, he tore his ACL and his career was over. Um, but what stood out with Antoine and a story that you know I don't know a lot of people know um, and why he's so special is he had that moment. He, it was a... It, it, his career's over. The next day, he comes into my office wanting to watch film. His next day, his thought was, how can we get this program better, even though I know that my playing career is done? And that's special. Like, not a lot of people have that ability to get on to that next play, stop worrying about all the adversity that just happened to me. And we went up winning the championship that year and going further than we ever had. And it was because Antoine was able to keep our guys together. He wasn't playing anymore. Um, but he basically is like, I'm, I'm starting my coaching career right now. And that's, uh, that's a story not a lot of people know, but uh, it's credit to him. But yeah, he, he definitely ended his career on a flagrant foul. And got, <laughs> I, we can say he got kicked out of the game. So. Well, we, we know Antoine doesn't lack for intensity. But Antoine, what are some of your memories of, of playing for Coach, Coach Dan? And uh, you know, what are some of the things you learned about leadership uh, from him as well? Yeah, just uh, I kind of want to touch on, on, on that story. Uh, my, our, our senior night, um, Coach had came to me a day or two before our senior night, and he said, Tuan, you know, we got something playing special for you. And we were playing one of our rival schools, uh, Daniel Webster, and, and it was always pretty intense between the two teams. So he said, Tuan, you know, we, we set it up for you to go out one more time, put your jersey on, and, you know, they're going to let you go out and, and go get two points. And I looked at him. I said, are you crazy? 
<laughs> and he said, yeah, I never set up any of this. I figured you would say that anyway. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know, playing, playing under coach, uh, it, it, it was a blast, you know, and, and he touched on our relationship and uh, what, what I always valued from him um, was I had a voice in the program and I could go in there and I could a voice uh, my opinion and, and it was valued. And sometimes he, he took my opinion and sometimes he did it. And that was so special about our relationship that I could always go in the coach's office and, um, you know, get some things off of my shoulders. And I knew he was going to listen. And he did that with all of our guys. You know, he, he was he's a, definitely a player's coach for sure. No, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, you know, I like those trips down memory lane with the, uh, you know, the player coach relationship that you have. Now you guys would be, um, you know, like I said, in the same office suite together, working towards common goals of, of continuing to build the programs in both for men and women on, on a great season that you had this year. Uh, we're going to talk about that great season for both programs uh, when we come back from hearing from our sponsors. The team behind our team is our dedicated Mount fans. Please visit mountathletics.com to check the schedules of your favorite teams and to learn more about our great student athletes. Go Mount! Welcome back to Leading the Way, and what a what a show we have for you right now. We have Coach Dan Engelstad, head men's coach of the of the Mount uh, men's team, and then Antoine White, new women's head coach for the women's team. Guys, what what an unbelievable season this year! Uh, both teams making it to the NCAA tournament. First time that's happened since 1995 in the Northeast Conference when Mount St. Mary's did it that year as well. Talk to us about what that means for each of your programs to to have that run uh, to the uh, NCAA tournament. Antoine, we'll start with you. Yeah, it's something that um, our program has been working towards uh, for the last few years. Um, obviously, last year our, our season got cut short due to uh, the, the the pandemic and um, but but once again this is something that's been in the process for us for the last three years and we've been building uh, and that started with coach Maria she's done such a great job uh, with our program building a really good culture a uh, very competitive atmosphere um, so this is something that we've been really really chipping away at and um we were fortunate enough and blessed enough to, to have the opportunity to play the game of basketball. And credit to our girls for going out and taking advantage of that. Um, they they came to practice every day, and you know they it's it's very cliche to say right now, but the the testing every morning at seven a.m. and uh, it was just a different grind. It, w- it was uncharted territory for everybody. And again, credit to our girls for going out every single day, uh, not giving up on the process, and uh, we were able to go out and, and accomplish our goals that we had set for each other right and, and yours your path was a little bit different than the men's mm-hmm. you know you guys you guys were the preseason number one everybody's hunting you mm-hmm. you know you know it was, you guys were clear-cut and you took a couple couple losses during the season where you know things teetered a little bit in terms of you know a couple home you know, losing the game against fdu here mm-hmm. at home uh sacred heart on the road you know how was it being the hunted, like, you know, what was that an adjustment for the girls? Cause you guys had, had kind of built to that, you know, over the last four years going from ninth to uh, sixth to, to second last year. And then this year being in first, what was, right. what was that kind of mentality? Like, yeah, we, we, for, you know, two, three years straight, we were the team that had that chip on their shoulder and we were always chasing and, and, and hunting down Robert Morris at the time, who was at the top of our conference. So we were wearing that chip on our shoulder for quite some time. And then with the, uh, with Robert Morris leaving the conference and us improving on, on uh, what we have done in the past, uh, we knew that, you know, we were going to be the ones, uh, you know, people ha- had the target on our backs. And it took our girls a little while to adjust to that. 
um, even with us winning, you know, we, we did a, a decent amount of winning, but, uh, you know, coach and I would look at the film and we would say, this isn't, this isn't us. Like, you know, we, we knew we had to keep continuing to get better. Uh, but the girls eventually they figured it out. Um, you know, they watched their film. They, they did a great job getting up their extra shots and, and just working on their craft every day. And, um, they were able to come out on top. That's awesome. And Dan, I mean, your ride was a little bit rockier, uh, you know, the ups and downs of the season. And both of you guys had pauses during the season for extended period of time. You know, I think both both were upwards of 30 days. Um, but, you know, to be the four seed, you know, after, you know, and making it in kind of on, on the, in the last game uh, to get to get in, what was that experience like throughout the season? I mean, it was, it, it was a little turbulent at times, but, you know, to come through and get that championship at the end of the, at the, end of the season. Yeah, the feeling was, I think, there was more emotion involved this year just because of all of the adversity that everybody had to go through. Uh, Coach White uh, talked about a little bit, the adversity that you have to go through just to play a game. And, the, the uh, you know, you don't know if you're going to play that game. So you're putting work in. And then, you know, you, you, like we drove to Bryant and drove 16 hours and didn't play a game like those are the things that happen this year you, you get rolling you start feeling really good about your team you guys start feeling really good about what you're building and then you get a positive case and then you have to stop so to be able to handle all that adversity as as coach white said about it, it's credit to the guys credit to the people in the program credit to the staff that they just kept pushing and the overall message after the season and after we won the championship is just you, you never know when your break is going to happen and so Similar to the, the the girls program, we've been chasing it, we've been pushing. Uh, it hasn't been a, an easy ride these last couple of years, uh, but these guys just kept fighting and believing in what we were doing. And and at the end of the day, now they are champions, and nobody can take that from them. And for us, uh, the mindsets changed as you talked about when you win it everything changes. Now you become the hunted. And um, so for us, you know, we're, we're getting back to workouts here in the next couple of weeks. And, you know, for us, we want to, we want to do this again and we want to do this in not arena and it's going to take more, but um, it's, it was a resilient group. And um, you know, the, the feeling of winning the championship uh, is it's hard to describe. It's, it's something special. And um, we're very thankful, you know, now to be part of uh, Mount basketball history and, and we want to keep it going. We're going to touch on that winning the championship. Those moments right after you win, you know, there, there's a cascade of emotions when you pour something into a season and then it comes to fruition. Talk about those moments immediately as it, you know, as it's unfolding, you're winning that championship, you know, and again, the championship games were a little different. You guys want, the women won in a, in a blowout, the men, it was a little bit, it got a little bit closer uh, at the end. And, but what was those emotions like right as it happened? And then in the locker room afterwards? Uh, yeah, for, for me personally, it was, you know, Coach Marie and I have worked so closely together over the last few years. And, uh, yeah, you know, there's a great clip of us two and we're just hugging each other and holding each other. And it's like, this is something we've been chipping away at for so long and we finally did it. So it, it really didn't hit me right away. You're just kind of looking for people and, and, and hugging. But um, yeah, it's it was an awesome feeling. And for me, it was really, really cool to see our girls enjoy that moment. 
just the way that they embraced it and they went through so much and uh, just to see how they were interacting with each other and jumping around I was just sitting back just just enjoying that that, that was pretty cool to see what was that mood in the locker room like when you get in there away from the you know the cameras and everything you get in the locker room and you had that you know typically that post game um, uh, talk but it, you know it's a little bit different then so what was that like in the locker room we didn't even make it to the locker room <laughs> That's true. you know people uh, coach was doing her interview and I think Kendall and Bex was doing an interview and then the rest of the girls they went in the locker room the rest of the coaching staff we went up to our our offices uh, but then everything settled down we came together as a group um, we came over here to the pack and, and had some fans over here waiting for us and President Trainer was here and, and had very kind words for us so that was a pretty cool moment and um, yeah it, it was just we never really got together after uh, after in the regular season uh, that was a pretty cool moment in, in the locker room uh, people you know with the water bottles and, and, and all of that so that was a pretty cool moment uh, wrapping up the regular season champs nice what about you? I'll talk about our locker room. We had an experience. Um, <laughs> That's right. I forgot. About we this. we we win. I go back, and the guys aren't ready for whatever they had planned to do. And I walk in the locker room, and then they tell me to leave. I, I take a couple steps back. Everybody else is funneled in at that point. I think they had to get their you know their their phone ready for the gram or whatever the heck they were doing. <laughs> and. Um, you could tell it was our first time doing this because I, I walk in and the water starts flying everywhere and Malik and Jalen Jefferson are two of the, the best people in our program, just amazing young men. They throw the cooler and it slips out of their hands and knocks me in the face <laughs> and basically knocks me out. Um, good thing I was on adrenaline. Uh, I don't think it was a diagnosed concussion, but uh, it was, uh, it, it's such a special feeling. And, and even with that, it, we, we all started jumping around laughing and, and it's just, you know, you, you put so much work in the, the great joy that you receive as a coach, as coach white talked about already is seeing the people around you and the players. And just to see that uh, pure excitement and just, you can tell how much it meant to them and just to see their reactions, especially guys that have been in your program for multiple years that haven't had that success and been through the grind of it. And, um, you know, it, it really is hard to put into words, but as a coach, that is, there's no better feeling. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, we're going to pause real quick to hear from our sponsors. And when we come back, we're going to talk about what it was like in the NCAA tournament. Since 1894, Hershey's Ice Cream is focused on producing innovative, high-quality products and providing industry-leading service. Guided by their family values of integrity, honesty, and respect, this Mount family-owned enterprise strives to provide real ingredients, real ice cream, and real smiles. And we're back on Leading the Way with Coach Antoine White and Coach Dan Ingolstadt, the head coaches of the champion Mount men's and women's basketball programs. Guys, going to the NCAA tournament, you know, Antoine, you guys faced Maryland in the, in the first round. What was that experience like? You know, it was different. You know, it, normally it's a little bit quicker. You know, you, you fly out there, you practice one day, and then you play the next. You know, this was get out there. You test twice, you're in isolation, uh, and then you got to quarantine up until game time where you're only allowed to go to the practice venue, study halls, you know, lifts, those type of things. What was that experience like for you guys? Yeah, it was uh, it was very interesting. Uh, it was it was really um, 
all of our first time, you know, going to the NCAA tournament. So there was so much uh, excitement build up for for that moment. Uh, but like you said, K. Rob, when we first got there, it was just lockdown. You know, we didn't, we didn't leave our hotel rooms except for uh, two times to go test. Uh, but outside of that, we were in lockdown. Um, but then after those first two days, it, it really loosened up and we were able to kind of get outside and, and walk around a little bit more. And uh, we had our practice time schedule and, uh, you know, the the the, uh, the lunches and everything. It was it was good to be a part of. And uh, the experience was really, really cool. And I kind of touched on this earlier. It, for me personally, it was just really nice to see our girls. You know, they're on their TikToks and they're on Twitter and they're taking their pictures. And it, it was awesome to see them just to soak in all of the energy. Uh, they were very, very excited about about being out in San Antonio. That's awesome. Coach, what about being out in Indy? What was that, that experience like? You've been to an uh, NCAA tournament before. It was definitely a little bit different, uh, for sure. Yeah, much different. I mean, the, the one thing that felt the, the, the same was, um, you know, the amount of detail that goes into the travel. You know, you're flying charter flights and you have the police escorts and so there's that sense of hey we, we, we really accomplished something and this is uh, you know this is uh, a unique experience um, but it is different and our guys didn't know what that meant and for them it was a special experience nonetheless I mean we um, got in similar to the the girls and we were on lockdown the good things there were a lot of games being played and you know we just traveled all day so you know we had to test twice before we got out even able to uh, be with each other it was great to share that selection show together um, and be able to see our name come across the board and um, then it was time to work and we got back into our preparation and to our routine and um, we we had practices daily we had study halls daily Uh, we were able to do film and um, so we just tried to occupy the time as much as possible um for me as the head coach it was much different in just terms of media obligations you know i was uh i was on about 50 of these which was uh you know it it didn't stop and i I, not exaggerating when i say 50 i think the number was 49 um just dealing with the media which is great for you know our our program and uh trying to get mount st mary's basketball out there but uh it 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 was a a special experience everyone was there you know when you play in the first four uh, which we did uh, sometimes, and, and you don't get out of that game, you don't get the experience to be around the other teams and be around, and, and so that's where it was unique. Everybody was in Indy, um, and, and we made the best of the, the situation, and um, we don't want it to be the last time. We want to go back and experience it in a world where COVID is uh, is hopefully behind us. No, nah, and you guys both represented uh, your programs, your respective programs, fantastically, um, if that's a word. Yeah, I'm going to make that a word. But anyway, uh, you know, the 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 way you handled the media, the way you, both the, the, the men and the women represented themselves was, was fantastic. Now, moving forward, what are we looking forward to next year? I mean, hopefully we have fans back in the stands with not arenas rocking again. You know, the, you know, we get the yelling and screaming. Our, our rabid fans, uh, you know, are out there supporting the men and the women. What are you guys looking forward to to next year? Uh, well, you said it. I mean, that's the one thing that we're talking to our guys is we're trying to paint the vision because our freshmen, they don't know what it is to play in a packed, not arena. And uh, the guys that are returning, you know, they're talking about what it's going to look like. And for us, that's something we, we missed. I mean, we can't wait to play in front of our crowd. And um, we're hopeful with the success that we had to finish out the season that there's going to be momentum and uh, we're, we're going to be able to play in some, you know, some of the best basketball environments in the country. And that's what not arena is. Uh, so for us, we just can't wait to, to get back um, here. And, uh, you know, we're hopeful that around this time next year, um, you know, we're just coming off another NCAA tournament run and 
And uh, for us, the goal has changed. We, we've now had a taste. You know, we want to get back into that tournament, and we want to get back as a 14, 15, you know, even 13 seed. That's the that's the goals and expectations put ahead of us. But college basketball is crazy right now, and my job is to keep the guys here. And that's, uh, you know, that's uh, something that we're working on right now to make sure we have a, a very competitive team and um, look forward to build upon, you know, this year's uh, success. What about for you, Antoine? What are we looking forward to next year? And, and, hey, it's going to be your first year as a head coach, so there's a lot to be looking forward to. Right, for sure, for sure. No, like Coach said, uh, you know, our, our girls are very, very excited to get back in front of our passionate fans and and have that energy back in, in that arena. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to, to walk the sidelines and, and be in this new chair that I'm sitting in now and, and be able to lead our girls. And uh, we have a super talented group. Uh, we, we have pretty much our main core coming back, which is a very talented group. Um, you know, I love our current freshman class, uh, Jess, Hunt, BP, Jada. They're all going to continue to develop. And I'm very, very excited about the incoming uh, freshman class, our 21 class. Uh, very long, athletic. They're going to do a good job of coming in and competing and pushing the upperclassmen. Uh, so we're just going to look to continue to build upon this thing. And, you know, we weren't very happy on how it ended. And so so for us, it's getting back to the NCAA tournament and, um, you know, putting on a good show. No, and, and like I said, you guys did a heck of a job, and congratulations to you both on on an unbelievable run uh, through the year. And, and Antoine, congratulations on being named uh, the the next women's uh, head coach here at the Mount uh, for the basketball program. I know you do a heck of a job, and the, you know the work that you put in is is very well deserved to this. And you know, Mount fans, you hear hear it here. We need you guys back out in the uh, in the stands next year, rooting on our championship teams. I mean, Emmitsburg is, is title town right now, and we got to keep that rolling. We got to make sure that we keep those trophies here in uh, here in Emmitsburg. And uh, but thank you guys all for listening today, Coach uh, Inglestad, Coach White. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks for having us, Kevin. Thank you, Kevin. No problem. And uh, thank you all for joining us on Leading the Way, and join us for our next show. <laughs>